welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. Each week, I give you a peek into the heavens so you can harness the energy of the planets up there and dictate your fate down here on Earth. Hey guys, it's Veronica. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. We are heading into a or we're in a pretty stressful week already. And I'm sure you know that. I'm sure you're feeling it in your own life and in your own experiences. So this week, July 27th was Monday and I am recording on Tuesday, the 28th. So yesterday we had this first quarter of the moon cycle. So we have a new moon and then a week later we have the first quarter which means that half of the moon is illuminated in the sky. And the first quarter indicates when we want to start taking action on our intention. So whatever you set your intention around this past new moon, you're going to want to start to bring that out into the world this week. The tricky thing is that the world this week has a lot of tension in it. So I always say that tension is the catalyst for change. So if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. That's what my spin instructor Mario always says. If it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. And this week we're really feeling that. So we'll dive into all of that, but I just want to preface this conversation with saying that you can set an intention around the new moon any time in the first half of the moon cycle leading up to that full moon. So if you have yet to set an intention around this past new moon in cancer that I talked about last week, really sit down and do it this week. Sit down and do the work and just really think on what's coming up for you. What do you really desire? What do you want to create in the second half of the year? Because we are at that halfway point where what's going on in the sky and what's going on in our lives is dictating what the second half of 2020 is going to look like. Now, that is really what this week is about. We are getting a primer on what the rest of 2020 is going to look like. Mars has entered its shadow. So you want to pay attention to what's coming up, what story is playing out for you right now. Because Mars has entered the shadow of his retrograde. He's going to retrograde. He's not there yet. But when he enters those degrees of which he will revisit on his retrograde journey, we pay attention to what messages we're getting. We pay attention to what's in the news. So you may have noticed over the weekend and early this week, the things that are in the news are voting by mail, protests in Portland, federal agents on the ground overstepping their boundaries. There are false cures for coronavirus. There is a video going around that was posted on Breitbart and these doctors were talking in front of the Supreme Court, talking about in front on the steps of the Supreme Court, not at the Supreme Court, obviously, or maybe not so obviously if you haven't seen the video. But basically I saw it pop up in a bunch of my friends' Instagram stories yesterday. And today social media, Twitter, and I believe some other social media platforms have taken the video down. They don't want people to watch it because it has false 
cures for coronavirus and basically saying that there's a cure for this and blah, blah, blah. And so without getting into all the politics of what you believe or don't believe, we know that there is no cure. We know that people that have been administered the drugs that were talked about in the video have had horrible side effects and even have died. And this is just another avenue through which we're seeing this conflict between the two sides of our political system, but also we're seeing that conflict in our own life with our own friends, with our own family, the differing of values. So much of the summer was defined by Venus retrograde in Gemini. And we really got to dig into our values and dig into what's important to each and every one of us as individuals and what we want to fight for in the world and on the collective level. Unfortunately, a lot of the astrology right now really lends itself to being bamboozled, to being taken advantage of in some way, or to believing in conspiracies. And so there's a few things that indicate to me that that is something that's really appealing to people right now. One of those things is that we have this ongoing three times this year, Jupiter conjunct Pluto. That's not happening this week, but it's just something in the atmosphere, in the background. I always share this with you. Astrology is a is like a layer cake, or it's not like a layer cake. It's more like a, a weave, the threads coming together and weaving into one another. So that Jupiter and Pluto, while it's not the thing we're talking about this week, it's still in the background. It's part of the weave in the fabric that we're wearing right now. So that's one thing. Jupiter makes the secrecies and the stuff, the murky stuff below the surface that Pluto rules, it enlarges them. So a lot of those dark things that float around on the dark web are being enlarged. And in a lot of ways, more people are seeing them. We're looking at the themes of people spreading lies and conspiracies, We're looking at the theme of social media having to step up and take responsibility for what's going on on their platforms, because up until now, it's really been the Wild West and probably will continue to be for a while. We're looking at the protests in Portland and moms and dads going out there and creating a wall to protect their children out there protesting and the federal agents overstepping the line and violating the constitution. We're looking at a constitutional crisis. We're looking at voting by mail. We're looking at um, how the administration, the current administration is trying to slow down the postal service. If you haven't been watching this, the very important story, they are literally telling people to leave mail in the baskets and not finish doing their job. I share this all. Obviously my politics are clear. I am a Huge proponent of voting, voting for Democrats, donating to Joe Biden, donating to Democrats that are running in Senate races against Republicans. I think that this is a moment in time astrologically, and even if you do not give two shits about astrology, this is clearly a moment in time where history is being made, and we have to make a choice. And we have to take action in creating the world that we want to live in. And in the words that I always use, this is the time to dictate your fate. This is the time to dictate the kind of world you want to live in. 
So this is a week to take that action. Unfortunately, it's going to be stressed and it's going to be uncomfortable. I don't recommend getting into political debates with family and friends because right now people are feeling very passionate about how they personally feel about whatever they're feeling on the matters are. And so as you can tell from my own personal tirade or rant that I just went on, thank you for staying with me. We're all judging things from a very emotional place. We're feeling extremely passionate. The sun is in Leo. Passion, drama, the things that we're seeing unfold on TV this week, it's made for TV news. You know, it's the drama. It's the contentious hearing. It's the tense back and forth, the two-sided argument. All of these things are really made for TV news. It's really important for us as Americans to remember that there is a difference between political commentary and reporting. And I truly believe, and I just want to say this and then I'm going to move on, that the distrust of journalism that is being sowed by Breitbart, QAnon, the Trump administration, it is the biggest threat to our democracy. So take that for what you will, you know, sign up at Vote Save America and adopt a state, phone bank, text bank, get out there. There are lots of Americans who chose not to vote last time in 2016. We have to get those Americans out to vote. And so that's really what it's about. So taking action, and this is a week to take action. So this week, something I did, I signed up for to, I adopted a state on Vote Save America, and I adopted Florida. My mom lives there, and they definitely need our help. And, you know, I'm going to phone bank and text bank and do all of that stuff. So if you care about these issues... And if you care about a different issue, this is the week to take action on that. So, all right, those are some of the themes that are coming up. We're going to see those themes recur as the year goes on because Mars is going, it's now in its shadow. It's going to stop, retrograde, then go back and forth. So Mars is going, we're having a beginning taste of Mars squaring those Capricorn planets we've been talking about all year. So Jupiter, Pluto, Saturn, all in Capricorn right now. At the end of this year, Saturn will go back into Aquarius. Remember, he did a little preview earlier this year, and Jupiter will join him. But until then, which is much later this year, we have those three planets in Capricorn, And the energy of Capricorn and Aries is, I'm the boss. No, I'm the boss. I'm in charge. No, I want to be in charge. That's the energy of Capricorn and Aries. Mars is in Aries for the rest of the year with a retrograde. Mars is just starting that story, that square with those Capricorn planets, that tension, that argument, that's just getting started. And that's why you're seeing so much tension this week, along with 
Mars squaring Jupiter and Capricorn. We have Mars in a square with Mercury and Cancer, and that's creating a T-square in the sky. And a T-square is a very tense aspect in astrology, but there's always a release, okay? So I want you to keep that in mind this week. As things feel really tense, there is always a release valve when we have a T-square. So Mars is approaching its square to Jupiter, which will actually take place on Tuesday, August 4th, but we're going to be feeling the lead up this week. Mars is in a square or being squared by Mercury. That happened officially on Monday of this week, the 27th. Mercury square Mars can make us incredibly decisive, incredibly assertive, blunt. Our delivery can be aggressive at times. Not a great time to have a a sit down heart to heart because you might not come across so sensitive. Hey, did you know that I have an astro obsessed girls club that is waiting to welcome you? Yep. It's called the Luminary League and we meet every full moon for a live workshop online. We talk astrology, do a little meditation, a writing exercise, and then, wait, this is the best part. I do mini readings for a few women right there in the virtual room. Ever wonder how the full moon is impacting your chart personally? Well, now you don't have to. I also send out a new moon ritual every month to all the members. So it's kind of like having your own personal astrologer in your back pocket. Come on over to veronicaparetti.com slash astrology to learn more and to sign up. Mars square Jupiter, which we're going to officially have on Tuesday, August 4th, but we're feeling the lead up this week. That can make us confident, which is great, but it can also really put us in our ego. And it can really illuminate our anger and it can create a little bit of a testosterone overload. So with that in mind, with these planets creating this T-square, Mercury is opposing Jupiter this week. Mercury opposes Jupiter on Thursday of this week. So we're talking about the 30th of July. Mercury opposite Jupiter means that it's going to be really hard to hold your commentary in. It can be really hard for you to not express your opinion, but what's important to know is when Mercury opposes Jupiter is that there's a time and a place to share your opinion. This is a good opportunity to practice restraint, to practice discernment, to remember that there's a time and a place to express yourself and the delivery of how you express yourself is super important. Now, of course, there's a release point. There's a release valve because with every T-square, there is a release valve. There's some place where you can go to release that tension and take it down a notch. And so the release of this T-square is opposite that Mars and Aries, and it's in Libra. So something you can do this week to release the tension is to do all those Libra things. Libras love art and design and getting dressed up, and they really enjoy 
all things feminine. They're ruled by Venus. They love to partner. They love one-on-one connection, getting together with a friend, having a nice long chat on the phone with a friend that you have a really flowing, easy relationship with. Libra also, it's the symbolism of Libra is the scales. So when we're talking about Libra, we're also talking about justice and equality and fairness. So doing the work, instead of just posting on Instagram stories, which is important too, because it's just how we communicate in this crazy world, we communicate with one another through our not personal Instagram stories, you know, you can post on there about what you care about, but also go take the action. So if you care about Black Lives Matter, if you care about fighting voter suppression, sign up to phone bank, sign up to text bank, sign up, donate, do something, take an action within the realm of what you care about that will lead to justice and equality and fairness, because those are really important elements, might I say the most important elements of what Libra stands for. Libra stands for balance. It's the scales, as I mentioned. So can you find the balance? Are you angry all the time? Are you constantly wired on the news, on social media? What are you spending your time doing? Are you spending way too much time binging Netflix? Are you spending way too much time avoiding the news? Are you avoiding the realities of the world? Find the balance. What's the balance point for you? What's the opposite of what you're doing? If you are disengaged, then maybe engage a little bit. Find some way that you can help. If you are hyper-engaged, maybe it's taking a break from your phone. I took a little like tech break this weekend and wasn't really on any of my devices And I was visiting my best friend and her parents and spending time in the pool at the beach and disconnecting from this hyperactive, technologically connected world that I love was really soothing for my central nervous system. So if you, like me, are hyper-engaged, then maybe it's that stepping back and finding the balance of the opposite of disconnecting. And if you are, have been disconnected for quarantine, if you've been spending quarantine, you know, watching TV shows and, and taking walks and ignoring the world, then maybe it's time to engage a bit. So I've made my point. Let me move on. The other part of this Libra release point and more the work of the Libra release point is, can you see the other person's side? So As maddening as it is for me to watch people tout conspiracies on Instagram, I always ask myself, why are they buying into this? Why do they believe this? What's below the surface of this for that person, for this person that I've chosen to connect with on Instagram? Because usually there's someone I know or I appreciate their work in some way. So how can you see the other person's side? Not how can you agree with them, but what is so important about this for them? Listening is important. Really, truly listening this week is important. 
we're going to all want to be heard. We're going to all want to speak really loudly. We're going to all want to, or we all do want to express our opinions, but express it in a way so that it can be heard. Really be aware of who your audience is. And the only way you can be aware of who your audience is, is to listen to them first. So something to consider all very Libran qualities of balance, connection, partnership, talking, Libra is an air sign, having the conversation, talking it out, all really healing things to do this week. What else did I want to share with you this week? I think I covered a lot of it. I want to make sure that you also know about one other aspect that's coming up this week. And that is Venus square Neptune. So Venus square Neptune, it can make us easily diluted. So another reason that there is so much going on with misinformation being spread is Venus square Neptune. And Neptune is the illusions, the fantasies, the highest vibration of this aspect is feeling really aligned with spirit, really connected to your spiritual practice, really connected to your creativity. Maybe you take out the watercolors at night and you watercolor paint. Maybe you take out your sketchbook that's been gathering dust in the corner. You know, for me, that might be pulling out my harmonium and chanting. I was thinking yesterday, I just don't do that enough. And that's something that really helps me embody a sense of grounded calm. And that's a high minded, high vibration experience of Venus square Neptune. The low vibration is being easily bamboozled, being diluted, being sold a bill of goods, allowing yourself to be taken advantage of, allowing yourself to believe a fantasy, allowing yourself to believe conspiracies, allowing yourself to be taken on a ride. That is the low road. This is not an aspect to buy into some belief that maybe differs greatly from what you believed prior to this time. It's something to definitely be aware of and to be careful of. And again, the background of all of this is that Jupiter is conjunct Pluto three times this year, and he's also making that dark stuff, a little bit bigger, a little bit more accessible for all of us. So that's why you're seeing so much of the misinformation and the distrust and the sowing of false stories and all of that kind of thing going on. Mercury is going to oppose Pluto on Saturday. So the weekend, the first, you know, Monday is a big packed week. There's a lot of, a lot of these aspects are happening or happened on Monday, the 27th. And then come Saturday, it's going to chill out a bit. And then we're going to have a lot happening this weekend. So come Saturday, Mercury opposes Pluto. We might have some more secrets revealed. We might have people being particularly persuasive and trying to sell you on something. You might be trying to sell someone on something, but it's also a great opportunity to focus deeply and to concentrate. So if you have some really important work that you want to get to, This weekend has a serious vibe to it. And Mercury opposite Pluto does give us an incredibly sharp mind to do deep focused work with. 
on Sunday, the sun is going to square Uranus and that can make us a little bit restless, a desire to break free. It can be hard to restrain yourself. So this week there's this tension of wanting to go overboard, wanting to be loud, letting your bravado and your ego show, but cooler heads and wisdom lets you know that it's really important to restrain yourself. It's really important to pull back and not give in to that indulgence, not indulge that desire deep within us because we're all going to have it. We all have it already. We've been cooped up for months. We are angry about the world, either side, however you feel politically, you're angry, you're upset. I'm angry. I'm upset. And We don't always have the tools that we need to have to communicate that anger in an effective way, right? So this week, something you can do is Google the qualities of Libra, lean into those qualities, lean into one-on-one conversations, find the people in your life that the conversation flows Find the places in your life where you can do some work that brings fairness and equality to some situation. It doesn't have to be the big situation. It could be the small situation, something within your family. I also wanted to just go through the moons because Mercury is still in Cancer. So Mercury is still in Cancer this week. A little uh, preview of next week, I wanted to share with you that we're going to have the full moon on Monday, August 3rd. This is going to be a big full moon. It's in Aquarius. There's a lot of energy around change with this full moon. So I really do think this is an incredible time to take action, even though I know there's so much tension that we're working with. And then Tuesday next week on August 4th, Mars is going to square Jupiter. And this week is really a lead up to that Mars square Jupiter. And that T-square in the sky, we're feeling that Mars square Jupiter already. And because of the T-square, we're feeling it even more because Mercury is squaring Mars and opposing Jupiter this week. But once Mars meets or squares Jupiter next week, it's going to kick off this like dominoes. Mars is going to square Jupiter, then Pluto, then Saturn. Then he's going to come back and in reverse, he's going to square them again. And then he's going to finally go forward and square them one more time. It's all going to play out between now and the very beginning of next year. The third go round, Saturn and Jupiter will already be in Aquarius. It's going to be a very different vibe. But Mars square Pluto three times with Mars and Aries and Pluto and Capricorn, remember, it feels like I'm the boss. No, I'm the boss. I'm in charge. No, I'm the one in charge. That's the energy of it. That energy is going to dictate the rest of this year. So this is a moment to really pay attention to what you're seeing, what you're being called to do with your time and your energy and choose, consciously choose how you want to show up in the world because this is going to get tough. This is going to be hard. This is going to be really hard work, but we have been chosen. I truly believe we have been chosen to be on this planet at this moment, to have these conversations, to experience these tensions 
and to create the world that we want to live in. So if it doesn't challenge you, it's not changing you. Remember that Mercury is still in cancer. Now, next week, Mercury is going to go into Leo on Tuesday, the 4th of August. Another little preview of next week, Venus is going to go into cancer. So Venus has been in Gemini a long time, but this is our last full week of Mercury in Cancer. When Mercury is in Cancer, our mind is being ruled by our emotions. It's another reason that we're having so much passion and anger and sadness and all of it. You know, last week, I personally felt so heavy with sadness. My physical body felt heavy from the emotional pull of what was going on in the world or what is going on in the world. So just know that your thoughts are being ruled by your emotions. And that doesn't mean that you can't trust your thoughts. It just means that be really, really careful with what input you give your mind. Be careful with the news you take in. Be careful with spending too much time on social media. Be careful with being hyper-engaged and not disconnecting. Be careful with being stuck in a fantasy world and not being connected to what's going on in reality. I know reality is an illusion, but that is a philosophical conversation for another time. We have enough to work with right now. So with that said, because Mercury is answering to the moon, I just want to give you a little bit of a note on what's going on with the moon this week. So the moon is in the sign of Scorpio early in the week, Monday and Tuesday, this is our first quarter moon, which means that it's a great time to revisit your intention from the new moon, the second new moon in Cancer we had last week. It's also a great time to set an intention. If you haven't set your intention already, revisit it and set it now. You can totally do that. The moon is still waxing, totally kosher to do that. On Wednesday, the moon moves into Sagittarius. And on Friday, the moon moves into Capricorn. So Wednesday, Thursday, going to feel a little bit smoother, I think, although we have that Mercury opposite Jupiter on Thursday. So that might make us a little bit loud and a little bit uh, free with our sharing our opinions. But on Friday morning, the moon enters Capricorn and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they have a more serious vibe to them. And these are all East Coast times. So do with that what you will. But now you know what you're working with for the week. On Sunday, the moon's going to move into Aquarius at 2.11 p.m. Eastern. So the latter part of the day on Sunday will really be that lead up to the full moon. And then the full moon is going to happen on Monday, August 3rd. And the full moon is going to be just at lunchtime here in New York. And part of that full moon chart is Mercury opposite Saturn. So it's really interesting. This week, Mercury, our minds, our communication is going to be very blustery and blunt and arrogant and over the top. And then Mercury will hit that wall of Saturn and Saturn will really whip us into shape next week with the full moon. So this is really a time of choosing how you want to take action and starting to put those plans in place and starting to take the first few steps on that journey, whatever that is for you, taking those 
steps in the direction of where you want to be at the end of this year. So what kind of world do you want to be living in in at the end of this year? What kind of person do you want to be at the end of this year? Those are things to really take into consideration this week as we move forward and march toward that full moon in Aquarius on Monday. And that's what I got for you. That's it. I hope you have a wonderful week. If you have not yet set your new moon intention and you would like to join the Patreon uh, Luminary League, which is my, if you love the podcast, you listen every week and you want more, I do a bonus new moon podcast every month. We have our full moon live workshop on Zoom coming up on Sunday. It's $25 a month. You should totally join us. The full moon workshop is well worth it. Plus you get the new moon bonus podcast and meditation to help you set your intention. So if you haven't set your intention yet and you want to do it this week, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Veronica Peretti. Jump in so that you can listen to my new moon recording from last week and be there for our full moon workshop on Sunday. I would love to see you there. If you are a regular listener and you love the podcast, please rate and review it. That's how other people find me. And that's all I got for you. I hope you have a wonderful week. I know it's tense. Lean into those Libran qualities and they will not steer you wrong. All right. Lots of love. Take good care of yourself. Be safe. And that's all. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, and if you like the show, please take a moment to leave a review. It will help more people just like you use astrology to dictate their own fate. Thank you.